Warning! This program will contain massive spoilers and profanity for absolutely everything we discuss. Consider yourself warned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Chilling Amongst the Mangoes, a review show where an awkward knowledge monger and a charming idiot rate, review, and discuss movies, TV, books, and the like. I am CJ Welker. And I'm Gage Topolsky. Welcome to the show. This week, we have another kitten update. Uh... Oh, I, this one's really quick. Okay. I just want everybody to know that I, uh, and you can vouch for this, I taught my kittens that when I stick my finger out, they boop themselves against it. Yeah. Ne but now whenever they do that, I start saying, uh, boop for the boop god. I can't, I cannot mentally, like, this is information, your spiral into cat madness is something that I cannot, like, remember, like, I'm not going to remember, I physically can't, and I'm, and, and now I know for a fact that whenever I hear, um, Whenever I'm talking about uh, Warhammer 40k, instead of blood for the blood god, I'm going to be thinking boop for the boop god, yep. and it's th and that's now a thing. So yep. thank you, I guess. You're welcome. Um, Happy to help. Mm-hmm. We're looking at Geostorm this week. I was trying to get you in a good mood before <laughs> this happened, and I think I failed. Nope. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, there's no I way. I was just to trying to help. I appreciate it. Good. God, this fucking movie. Um, I will say, I will say, my cats loved it. Okay. Well, I guess a lot of moving things on the screen. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of moving things. There was a lot of explosions. Echo fucking loves explosions. <laughs> He's just, I put one of their beds on top of my coffee table while I was watching, and the entire movie, he was just sitting there, like, looking back and forth on screen. <sighs> so, I mean... Can't be all bad. <laughs> so I want to, I want to do something a little bit different. I want to talk about the production of this before we dive into the movie. Yes, because yes. it was a weird one. Um, this was Dean Delvin's first feature film. Uh, before taking the director's seat, uh, he was a producer on the original Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla '98. Eight-legged freaks, eight-legged freaks, and another of other. TV that was a weird one to watch with an ex-girlfriend's dad. <laughs> eight-legged freaks. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, weird. He and I were hanging out for some reason. I was like fifteen. My girlfriend wasn't there. Uh huh. I I don't know how that happened. Weird. That's weird. I think he was um, helping with me with a project for something, but I can't okay. remember why that was a thing. <clears throat> Originally set up at Paramount through Skydance, but oh, after... Oh, one more, one more thing. Yeah. Um, considering he worked on that movie, I was going to ask, coming into this, if he was just sucking at Roland Emmerich's teat, and it seems like, yeah, he was. A little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. he w obviously would have worked with him on all of those movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it gets weird. Um... <laughs> Originally set up at Paramount uh, through Sundance, but uh, the project uh, was turned over and moved to Warner Brothers Studios. 
Uh, pre-production started in summer of 2014 with an initial budget of 82 million. However, after poor test screens in December of 2015, uh, 15 more million dollars were allocated to reshoots. Jerry Brockheimer was brought on as a new producer. Uh, Lita Caligris Caligris uh, took over as head writer. And uh, Dean Delvin was replaced by director uh, Danny Cannon, uh, the director of I Know What You Did Last Summer and uh, Judge Dredd 1995. Hmm. Yep. Um, These reshoots are one of the reasons why, scene to scene, uh, Gerard Butler's beard changes length and color so often. Yeah, I was wondering about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... The reshoots delayed the release from March 25th, 2016 to autumn of 2017. Strangely enough, I think this decision to change release dates might have actually saved this movie from being even more of a financial flop than it was. I mean, eventually. A, fa- a fall movie is definitely a better idea for this. Yeah, well, this came out in they planned for it to come out in March of 20 March 25th, 2016. What else happened that month? Yeah, lockdown goes into place in the in the states, and probably no one would have seen it. Um, Wait, the release twenty sixteen? No, not twenty sixteen. Jesus, sorry, I got mixed up. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, Yeah, no, like what I'm saying is like the idea to put this in the autumn of twenty seventeen instead of like the beginning of the summer blockbuster. Like March is like a weird time where it's like. There could be some really big shit coming out, like the Batman, or there could be nothing. Right. Um, But putting it in the fall, when there's generally a lot less uh, coming out, it was probably a a very good idea for them. Uh, Yeah, no, sorry, I got my marches confused. Um, March uh, 2020 was um, clearly left a mark on me. Um, Yeah. So here's the thing. Moving to autumn did not actually work for this movie. Okay, well, fuck me then. (laughs) <laughs> because in the summer of 2017, we saw the worst hurricane season in a long time. Right! Hurricane Harvey uh, hit Houston hard, as well as other parts of Texas. Hurricane Irma burned down on Florida. And then, not to be outdone, after Geostorm released in theaters, Hurricane Marina devastated Puerto Rico early in the autumn. The right. studio heads. That was that year rushed to create new TV ads that minimalized weather events in the film that could oh. remind potential moviegoers of the real nightmare storms. Oh, God. They also, production also raced to change the tagline from to some things were never made to be controlled instead of the much more tone-deaf and insensitive tagline Brave the Storm. I think both of them are pretty insensitive. I think so. Like, I mean, some things were not meant to be controlled implies more of the, like, them controlling the weather. Yes, but at the same time, it's like, eh, what are you going to do? A little bit. Like, like, it's kind of nonchalant about it. I feel like Brave Brave the Storm is definitely worse. Yeah, especially after everyone died. It's it's much worse. It's much worse, but I'm saying... Just because it's better doesn't mean it's good. Nope. No, it no, it does not. <laughs> uh, this finally released on October 20th, 2017. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so that was the uh <laughs> that was its tumultuous um production scheduling. Um 
the the director has gone on record saying like how he came up with the idea for the movie when his daughter asked him, can't we just make a machine to stop global warming? This is ironic because the words global warming are not mentioned one time during this entire fucking movie. Nope. They're implied in the opening narration, and that's about it. Yes, but they say... Yeah, they call it extreme weather rather than yeah, man way. No, they like, do. Like, as if it was not our fault. Right. Uh, yeah. All right, let's dive into the shithole. Um, uh, movie opens with the little girl explaining the effects of global warming. Not calling it that. Calling it extreme weather. Um sped up timetable for global warming it says that um new york flooded in uh, 2019 madrid boiled over and the nations of the world came together for the common good. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah there, no, there was a bit we, in there where it's like every nation realized that we couldn't do this alone i'm like this is already just completely out of nowhere. Like this, yeah. this doesn't. It, listen, it's more. It makes. More I turned sense. my brain off during the opening narration. It makes more sense that one country would try to make a global satellite um, fleet rather than work with anyone. Right. <laughs> right, and then the entire idea of the president handing over control of it later to like an international committee is just like that. No, that would never yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, they built massive satellite network, which launches mini rockets into storms to break them up, uh, reminding me of that one time Trump suggested we nuke at the hurricane. <laughs> oh Do you God. remember that? I yeah. remember that. Same year. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, what if we dropped a nuke into it? Would that disperse it? Like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Oh yeah. my God. This is the man who said, maybe we can inject sunshine into us. Oh. <sighs> anyway, oh they, call the, they, call, they call the satellite program Dutch Boy. Uh, after after the, the little boy who plugged a dam with his finger. Yeah. Fable. The, yeah. Um, we meet Jack Lawson, the coordinator of the weather program. Uh, we Let's just call him the, Gerard Butler. Yeah, no, he was, it was just Gerard Butler. Yeah, he wasn't acting. He was just, he showed up, he said some words, and he left. Like, there are times where Gerard Butler plays characters. Yes. Like, actually go, like, like actually is, like, playing a character, and it's like, okay, he, yeah. is, he, is, he is Leonidas. King Leonidas. He is King Leonidas of Sparta. Yeah. He was just Gerard Butler in this. Yeah. Oh, God. It was... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God, I forgot what else he was in. He was stoic from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, he was, wasn't yeah. he? That was that's one of the rare times where he actually gets to talk with his normal voice. And it was Holy really shit. good. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that. No, um I, this is basically just Gerard Butler pretending to be Tony Stark for an entire movie. I guess. Yeah, kinda. Well, so he's got the whi attitude. Whinier. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, he, this okay, is this is Gerard Butler being Justin Hammer for an entire movie. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we learn that uh, Dutch Boy is under American control for three more years, and then we'll go over to an international committee. Uh, Jake, um, he is a loose cannon who defies authority. His younger brother works in the State Department and has I just did, been promoted. I to did Jake's really position. like 
I did really like the conference scene, although it was completely just batshit stupid. It was. It was I did really like the amount of shade that was being thrown in both directions. I, it, honestly, it, it felt spicy. Been, it felt like a good way to introduce a movie. Yeah. But immediately after the meeting, um, we get a time jump that yeah. says three years later. Yeah. Also, can I just really quick say... Uh, uh, the brother that works in the State Department, played by Jim Sturgis. Max. Yeah, he, his name yeah. is Max. It was, it's weird looking at him because he looks like he could be 25, but I'm pretty sure he's in his 40s. He's like 42 now. He looks yeah. like he could be 25. It looks like there could be an easy 30-year difference between Gerard Butler and Jim Sturgis. Yeah, he was at born the same in 78. Yeah, Jim Sturgis looks like he's simultaneously 50 and 20. Yeah. I also depending on the don't... lighting and I I would that was distracting <laughs> me through so much of the movie. I personally don't think Jim Sturgis is a particularly good actor. No, I don't either. This is the only thing I've ever seen him in. I was not too impressed, but I'm not going to give him fault for that just because of this movie. I, I he was in um 21 a card counting game uh never he saw played it. jude in across the universe never saw it yeah um yeah he was in stuff he wasn't he's not he doesn't okay. really have much range anyway okay yeah three years later ewan forces show up in the middle of the desert somewhere in afghanistan and find a small town flash frozen over um Max shows up at the White House. He is secretary. He's assistant secretary, I think. Yeah, I something like that. Assistant undersecretary. Assistant um, to the undersecretary. <laughs> <laughs> um, he flirts with a Secret Service agent. They're de definitely dating. Uh, in the Situation Room, the president is being briefed about the flash freeze. Uh, the president here is played by Andy Garcia, the <laughs> man who is born to play. The, the president like yeah. holy crap yeah this is also i have i have an issue with the uh writing for the president but I, that's gonna come up later yeah like it's it's bad but it's not like in a bad way that's so bad i hate it you know like it's, my thing is very specific like he feel he feels like the 1950s definition of what a president should be Okay, I'm just going to say it now. At uh -huh. the end of the movie, he's at the Democratic National Convention. Oh, yeah, there's everything, no way. Everything I've seen in this movie is like, no, this is a very conservative president. Yeah. This, like, this guy is, yell like, scolding uh, Max Lawson about, no, we're doing this with one man, an American team, to get, like, one American man is getting sent up to do it. Go find him. Like, yeah. this guy is not a Democrat. Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell. Uh, um, so I was surprised, like, um, we'll get to him, I'll, I'll get to him later. Um, yeah. anyway, uh, Massive Satellite, da, 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 da. so, at the White House, um, the president, is there. They, that's just what happens. Uh, president's like, okay, uh, we need to send some people up. Um, yeah, we're not getting the international community involved. Yeah, he's not. Well, okay, here's the one line that did make sense about that decision. I'm not handing over damaged goods. Right. No, that like that one, does make sense. But at the same time, like, there, 
I don't know. I feel like because Max did make some good points of like, yeah, but it's more about human lives than about the politics. Yeah. But at the same time, like, eh, I don't know. Nothing uh, is written well in this movie anyway, no, so. It isn't. It isn't. I feel like um, Ed Harris gets one of the worst line reads in this entire movie. And we'll Ed get to Harris that. was done such a disservice in this entire movie, Every, though. Frankly, everyone was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Max goes to his brother, chats with his niece. Uh, Max and Jake are not on speaking terms. Uh, Jake has been converting old cars into electric cars for cash. There's a boring argument. Yeah. The girl who plays, uh, Hannah, his daughter. Yeah. She's 21 now. So that was... She was born in 2001. I was looking this up yesterday because... I was like, who is this little girl? Because she honestly is a good actress. Yeah, so she, like, so she was 16? She looked she was a 16. lot younger. And she then was she 16 act- when it came out, but by the time this, like, her scenes were shot, oh, she probably right. was like 12 or 13. That's right. So, like, this, so that threw me into a spiral of just confusion of just like, how, like, only five years later is this girl... 21 and then i started thinking about it because okay yeah if it was shot a while before it came out which i right was pretty sure it was but yeah so that that's just something weird interesting um one thing like she in the first scene that we see her when max shows up she's acting she's acting like her age like she's competent and is able to fix stuff and Mm -hmm. then we later see her and um like she's directed like she's a 10 year old yeah, but I mean, still, it's a young teenager. Yeah. Okay. Like, yes, I, they yeah. are going to be competent in some things, but when it comes to emotions, they are going to be, like, a little bit more. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. volatile. Yeah. So I I can't necessarily fault that. I have too many other things to fault this movie for. Okay. That's fair. Um. Anyway, the, there's also, a boring... Also, the girl was just a good actress anyway, so she I'm just going to... I'm yeah. just going to leave it. Yeah. Um... So there's a boring argument between the two brothers and Jake decides he'll go up to fix the problem. And I kind of like the appearance of the space station. I um, like the appearance of it. I don't like the physics of it. Yeah. Now that yeah. I don't like how so, there's just perfect gravity on the space station everywhere. You, you see, you see a ring spinning around the station, but you don't no. see the station itself spinning, meaning that. You should not have that perfect gravity everywhere. It should there only be on the ring. There are two other, like, inner rings that are spinning, but, like, there, sh- like, there should be some areas where that's not going to be possible. I do like the appearance because it looks within the realm of contemporary possibility. Just, yes, just there from are appearance some things alone. in this movie that are not. Like yeah. those, and like, then, like, the, like and then the I, quote unquote phone things that yeah, they're using. Yeah, like I was. That's what I have in my notes. I was like, oh, this looks totally reasonable. This looks like something that will happen in the next five years. Oh, what the hell is that? That's a holographic phone. Yeah, minute, it's a holographic space. phone that just. It's like, okay, yeah. Talk to me in a hundred years when that's not even a thing. Yeah. Like, okay, are you telling me that there's going to be hard light electronics? Uh, no. Like, even if it was just like a piece of glass with images that got projected, but this thing folds out. Yeah, this th- it doesn't even fold out. It like just like appears like they kind yeah. of flick it and it just like a screen appears. Yeah. 
using this holographic phone, uh, one of the techs scans a port on the saddle on a saddle incoming satellite and conspiratorially wait, 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 wait. hides it away. Do you want to know what it is with the phones? What is it? They were trying to uh, they were trying to recreate something for this movie that looked like the um, uh, holographic phone in quotes that Tony used in Iron Man Two in the courtroom uh... scene, but. In that scene, it was like an acrylic panel that had a hologram projected over it that he was tapping on. Right. So they completely missed with the point of that little device. Okay. You know, and just as long as we're talking about holographic displays, best holographic display I've ever seen was the holographic display in... Um, I, I just mentioned it in the last episode. Um, in Pacific Rim. Yes. 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 Uh, like that. That was cool. They did it very well. Pacific Rim did a lot of things very just, well. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Jake decides to go up. Uh, the some uh, one of the techs hides um, some information that he scanned away, and then as he heads down a hallway, uh, two doors lock, panels blast off the side, jettisoning the tech into space. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the Pacific Cli Climate Council HQ in Hong Kong. Uh, a programmer is working on his computer, typing all in English. Uh, this is Chang Long. He also talks by... in perfect English and never speaks in uh, Mandarin at all. Yeah, this is, um, I was surprised to realize that was Daniel Wu. I, yeah. Yeah, he's one of those great character actors who's, like, in everything and he's also in a lot of like really good um chinese cinema mm -hmm. yeah 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 no like, he, i i didn't realize it was him either until i looked at the imdb afterwards yeah no he he's a little pudgier he the, the glasses and the longer hair it, it, it he takes on an entire different countenance um he's good in this for the scenes he he's is for for the little bit that he's in it he is yeah uh, I was a little bit confused. He was looking at his computer, and um, it says deployment uh, deployment successful in Afghanistan. Was that him fixing Afghanistan? Like, I think that's what it's supposed to be, but at just I the information so. we see, it looks like maybe not. Because, no, because what they did was they took one of the, like, satellite pods that went back to the space station. Oh, that's, what that's the, right. That, that's what Mahmoud scanned. And then um, they, they sent another it. one down, so that was the deployment. Okay. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, this movie is not good at explaining itself. <sighs> yeah. In the streets of Hong Kong, the... Uh, oh, wait, is this... Yeah, no, no, someone tries... Someone breaks into his office um, and starts to steal some of his stuff. Um, and no, that's not yet. Oh, that's later. That's later. Sorry. Yeah, that's a little bit later right now. Up. Cause he yeah. like tries to figure he, out what's going on later right now. Yeah. Uh, he's walking he, out of the building, right? He walks, he leaves a message for Max. He goes into the streets of Hong Kong and the road, uh, he drops some eggs and the road starts cooking them. Um, gas lines start exploding into a uh, fire tornadoes, multiple fire tornadoes. As buildings start to fall over, and the programmer sees that he's getting chased by a Humvee. <coughs> he escapes the Humvee and watches the outdoor temperature drop from 135 degrees Fahrenheit to 85, 87, even though he's in Hong Kong, where they use Celsius like the rest of the same world. Yep. Uh, 
Jakes promises that he'll be fine on his trip to space to his daughter. Also, we get uh, we do get some visuals in that chase scene of like buildings collapsing and falling over. Yeah, it was it was um, neat. I do think the visuals in this aren't bad. Yeah, no, it's good. The, it's... the visuals of the actual disasters and weather events are actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, the physics for them, like, works pretty well. It's just yeah. a matter of everything else in the movie sucks, so. Yeah. Unless you're looking at this with the sound off. Yeah. I don't, it's not here's worth the thing. it. I don't think that gas main explosions would cause buildings to destabilize. No. It probably yeah. wouldn't. I don't know. Mm. But at the same time, it's like, whatever, like... I don't care what it was. It just looked good. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's all they were going for with this movie. I think so. Yeah. The the only thing that seems like it was cared about was the visuals. Cape Canaveral has been turned into a commercial spaceport, uh, which looks pretty good. Um, when he gets up to the ISS-4, I believe that was a 4, um, we see that the satellites aren't in geostationary orbit, they're actually connected into a actual net that's Yeah, they're like the welded into a net. And I'm wondering, what, why have, why not have the backup of hardwired information going to each of these areas? Yeah. Space, because like, it, there's this, the satellite that they bring back and forth, it seems to be like a control module, and then there's... Mm -hmm. Um, either, and then there's different forms of, like, heating or cool, cooling or rockets that break up hurricanes. Right. And I'm like, why, why, why do you need to be launching these if you can just hard-code them into a actual network? Yeah. But, like, you have a net. <laughs> just make yep. it work. Yeah. Um, I did, I'm, I'm also looking at the scale of this thing, and I'm like, I don't, no, if there's a nut like this is along with the net it's covered in solar panels mm -hmm. and i'm like this is a lot of raw resources and maybe they, they had to go to the moon to get everything that they needed to do but like to with build anything, how advanced this, it looks like they're like uh rockets they're like shuttles are yeah like it looks like they've been doing a lot more space travel than we get uh uh yeah alluded to in the movie yeah, um, just so I did see the list of flags, the countries that contributed to um, the system, U.S., Britain, France, Switzerland, Sweden, Spain, Italy, Russia, Canada, Germany, Brazil, China, Japan, Mexico, India, Denmark, and Norway. Um, also, it makes zero fuck. the ship lands and it makes zero fucking sense to have a docking hangar that big pressurize and depressurize each time i thought there would be like a little tube that comes out and connects to the back of the thing but yeah. no the entire room gets pressurized and depressurized they didn't really understand like physics space physics astrophysics no, just physics in or general physics. yeah that's true <laughs> uh we are introduced to the crew most of them are rather inconsequential over the du duration of this movie and I don't understand why the crew was not informed that Jake was coming to the ISS. Yeah, like, I don't the, know. The, like, they were all surprised. Uh, one, you're that su Jake? One, that they didn't recognize him. <clears throat> and two, that they hadn't been told that the guy who ran the program to begin with was, was coming, coming up to do, like, uh, maintenance. Um, 
maintenance and like diagnostic. Yeah. Um, we. I do like that when he got up there, like he immediately started pointing out things that needed to be fixed to the uh, head scientist. I liked Uta. Uh, she was I liked the. Uta. Yeah, she. Um. Uh. Alec. Alexa. Al- uh, Alexandra. Alexandra Marie uh, Lara. Alexandra uh, Maria Lara. Maria, sorry. As Uta Fastbender. Um, Fastbender. Fastbender, sorry, I'm not good with German. <laughs> not not to get uh, confused with Fastbender, yes. who is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, the English version of that. Um, all right, so she's the new uh, commander aboard the ISS-4. Um, I like her. She and him have good chemistry. Um, which they is nice. do, but... They it's also the only... like did like I also didn't really care about either of their characters. Yeah, that to was the point, it, that was the to thing, the point like... where at the end of the movie they're like they're basically like doing a suicide thing, and I'm like okay, and then they don't die like they get out of it. I'm like okay, you should have just killed him. Yeah, I have no emotional attachment to either of these characters, and I think this movie would have been better if they died. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the programmer in Hong Kong. Um. Max and Sarah are, we see Max and Sarah are making out in their house, and I'm really invested in their relationship. Um, the programmer in Hong Kong calls Max and tells him that something's wrong with Dutch Boy. He can't how, access... Uh, how hard were you rolling your eyes? Um, well, I can't see at the moment, so let me tell you once I get my sight back. I, I've memorized my notes. Wait, it what? Hurts. I, I might have detached my retinas. Wait, what? <laughs> I rolled my eyes too hard. Oh! Did you not get that? Me, I'm CJ. Me, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Chang calls, says he can't access the Hong Kong satellite. Uh, he says that there's only people, the only people who have clearance above him to lock him out are the people in the White House. Uh, they say the name of the movie in the movie and explain that it means a storm that just creates keeps creating new storms until there's one big global storm or a geo storm. And I'm like, yawn. I'm watching this. My mom hears the scene and she's like, there's a Star Wars happening. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's a geo. Oh, God. Uh, Chang, um, continues to try to figure out, uh, but this is when agents come, uh, to take his laptop. Uh, I think they speak Russian, but it's not Russian. It's actually a made-up language that's just designed to sound vaguely foreign. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jake is working on scanning all the satellites to see if he can find the same defect that caused the Afghanistan incident. Uh, Max gets one of his employees, um, best actor in the film um Zazi Zazi Beats Zazi Beats as Dana she's the only yes, one who actually acts I'd argue that the uh, the little girl or the little not girl the little can anymore, act. But, uh, um, uh Talitha Eliana Bateman as Hannah yeah. Lawson she was good but uh Zazi Beats actually has like something to do in the movie yeah and she, goes she on was to... like the only thing keeping me invested in the movie yeah she was she was act, able to act unlike everyone else she acted against uh yeah, she, she would go on to play domino in uh deadpool 2 yes and she was fantastic in that but yep, yep. i i loved her in this 
She was very good. Um, she's... I, I loved how, like, every time he walked up to her, she was just, like, uh, talking about, like, hey, you still screwing that, uh, uh, secret, uh, service chick? And he's like, N what? No. Y yes. No. Yeah. No, it's just like, yeah, I know what's going on. Shut the, shut the fuck up and let me help you. And let me do yeah. the real work. Basically the entire movie, like, yes, she was trying to help him, but she was also so done with his shit. Yeah. It yeah. was great. Um, so... One minute, where was I? Uh, da, da, da. All right, uh, so Max gets uh, one of his employees to check uh, his phone to see if there's any abnormalities, and she finds out that he has been intentionally blocked out of the system. Uh, White House contacts the ISS, at which point uh, Jake is told that he will be reporting directly to Max by the president uh, via tele uh, hologram, I guess. Screen hologram. Um, yeah, it was just a big screen. It was just a big screen. It was just a big screen. And they have an entire room just for this big screen, and there's no chairs. Yeah. Um, Max tells Jake the possibility of um, sabotage, and they bicker for a bit, and I'm not really buying the whole Angry Brother thing. It's the only character development in this entire movie, and it's done horribly. It's done yeah. horribly. I don't, yeah. Uh, the Hong Kong satellite gets brought in for maintenance so they can see what went wrong, but the robotic arm holding it function, uh, malfunctions, throwing it around, smashing it to pieces. Data is all sorted. At the data is all sorted, damaged during the incident. Uh, but one of the engineers points out that the panel that blew off the side of the station each have drives in them, and they might be able to find information that they could get off of one of these panels. And because uh, one of the panels got caught in, in... a comms relay. Uh, yes, that's what it was. So they're going to go do a spacewalk to go out and uh, get there. This entire sequence pissed me the fuck off. It's so dumb. I do want to say... Why visuals... weren't they tethered? I know. The visuals are impressive. The again. visuals are impressive. That's, again, I'm not arguing that it doesn't look good. Everything in this movie, for like the most part, looks fantastic. Why weren't they tethered? They they are not tethered. They are just in regular spacesuits and uh, with sm with the maneuvering suit with smaller maneuvering suits. Um, the they get over there. They start pulling stuff down. Uh, and Jake's jetpack malfunctions, and he gets just launched away. And there's no reason. That they shouldn't have been tethered, and there's no reason for them to even have a jetpack on in the first place. Right. They should have a tether, and they should be able to just, like, use the tether to get back. If the panel was in the, or was in the low, in the small orbit of the station, I could see using the jetpack. But they'd still tether themselves, and, and it's on this freaking space station. They go out, they, allegedly, they go out yeah. there to do repairs yeah so also let me give you another scenario let's pretend that the jetpacks isn't an issue at all they're like yeah. that they're using them anyway let's just pretend yeah. like that's not an issue that we have yeah why is that something because it's very much insinuated that it's hacked like his suit is like corrupted and hacked that's right why that's was it not controlled? Oh my god! Why was it controlled like that? Why wasn't it controlled 100% analog manually? That's how it- yeah, because that's how it is. It's, it's just plot convenience. But, oh my right, god. But, yeah, they would never put a radio system 
Like, you want as little weight as possible. You and do not as want mass. Weight, and then as little, like, margin of error for yeah. something like that. Yeah. And they made... So this means they would have made it way too complex and introduced 50 more points of failure anyway, on top of the fact that now it can be... Uh, hacked. Like, hacked. I hate using the word, but... It's... Yeah. But, yeah. But just, you know, <sighs> fucked with. Yeah. So anyway. it just it completely, completely misses how anything should work. Yeah, That's, this is not how this works. This is not how any of this works. <laughs> yes, exactly. That, I had that. I had that commercial in my head playing through half this movie. And the other half, I was just watching my cat watch the movie. Uh, Kitten, anyway, technically. Uh, Jake crashes, destroying a large solar panel. And um and losing the door, but he's that's able a lot to of damage. Himself. Yeah, that is a lot of fucking damage. Like he easily caused like four billion dollars worth of damage at least. Yeah. Uh, he probably d- decreased power output from this from those by at least ten percent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, like that was holy like crap. He took out a lot of shit. I yeah. mean, he, obviously it wasn't technically him, but like his body did. Yeah. People don't kill people. People with bodies kill people. (laughs) So dumb. Sorry. Sorry, Uh, I was right there. Back inside the station, he discloses to the station commander that he was able to pull the drive safely before he lost the door, and he doesn't inform anyone else on the team expecting sabotage. Also, it looks like he hit it in his sleeve. Yeah, that's not... How did... uh, You don't... How did he he get it? How did he get it there? He was in a spacesuit. God, wouldn't it have been amazing if he pulled it out of his sleeve and his hand fell off? I saved it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, if this movie was made uh, by uh, Monty Python... (laughs) Yeah. You absolutely could have gotten that. That would have been fantastic. He just duct tapes the frozen hand back on later. <laughs> oh. I mean, we already saw earlier they had the CG for knocking a frozen hand off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should have uh. just done that. Anyway, oh, here's the thing. Shit. In my head, I'm like, oh, the big twist is that she's going to be the one who's who's doing that the sabotage. That would be too smart. That would have been too smart. It also would have given her... Okay, no, I'm thinking about this now. That would have been a very smart thing because she would have had plausible deniability for almost everything that happened in this movie. Yes. Especially like, the uh, the jetpack malfunction. Yeah. It's like she's out there with him. It's putting her in danger as well. Yeah. And so imagine like, if she like stayed on the ship and was like, I'm here for you, but only in the last second tried to sabotage it. Right. Yeah. It's... That would have been too smart for this movie. Okay, Okay. the movie might... If they had writers that could have thought of that, that Mm. actually probably would have ended up being a better movie. Yeah. This is why we have a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back... um, So, they find the proof that they need uh, to show that the doors being blasted off was intentional, but as they're about to find out who programmed it, Jake gets locked out. Um... He then realizes that his meeting with the president was probably seen by the saboteur. Back on Earth, Chang has contacted Max, says that he has important information. Uh, Chang is pushed in front of traffic by a large square-headed man and gets run over. 
Uh, yep. This large square-headed man, I be- man was, I believe, uh, Amir Wacht? No, him? no. Amir Wacht was, or waked, was the guy on the station, uh, Doucette. He was the security guy. Oh, that's guy right. Yeah, no, I like him in this. Uh, yeah, very, so... Yes, but he, his character was kind of inept as a security guy. Yeah, I don't... Um, it was uh, David S. Lee as Rico. Okay. Yeah, he he has like one line in this. Yeah, and it's in um, a fake, fake, vaguely Eastern European yeah. language. Um, oh, he was in Get Smart. I remember his character in Get Smart. That was yes. Yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that Get Smart existed. That was a good movie. That was um, a fun film. Yeah. Um, Chang's last words um, are to uh, Max Zeus. Zeus. Which is just like, uh, okay, first of all, if the military names anything Zeus, it is either pointless or extraordinarily important. Like, the, you don't use Greek god. It would probably, it, um, okay, so the government calls something Project Zeus. It's yeah. probably a doomsday scenario for uh, repopulation. Okay, I could <laughs> that. That's sorry. That's sorry, that prob- just hit me. It just yeah, hit me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's probably a like sen- uh. like a doomsday scenario for their plan if everything gets wiped out and they need to repopulate the Earth. Yeah. Uh, Jake contacts Max via helicron, helicron, uh, hologram. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of better movies, CJ. <laughs> yeah. No, I am too. Um and. In probably the best character scene in this entire movie, he gives him a coded message about what he thinks is going on. Okay, uh, there's two scenes in this movie that I actually think are well written. Yeah, this one. This, this one's scene, pretty good. This scene with the coded message, um, and by extension when they uh, eventually like decode the message. Okay. Yeah. Like it's kind of stupid, but it's he, like he, okay, at least like it's a continuation of the scene, kind of. Yeah, he tells um, this and then, story about them going fishing with their dad, um, le- weaving important keywords in the story to get the message across. Um, yeah, and uh, then um, uh, here's Max. The thing. Here's the thing. Uh, Max is not smart enough to figure out the code that he himself designed. Yeah. The code's actually kind of clever. He mentions their dad's phone number. Um, and they take every word, um, that every word of that number and then go forward that many words of the next number and then you get a full sentence. So it's like the first word, then the next, then nine words later, then nine words later, and then one word like like that kind of thing. Yeah. And the brother should have figured this out, but instead he he takes, he takes basically the key to deciphering it to Zazie Beats. Yep. And says, here's how to decipher this. Can you do that for me? <laughs> and then he and then she goes into Windows Movie Maker and yeah. just cut looks at the wave fire files and cuts and out just everything. Cuts out the words, yeah. Yeah. And then just splices uh, them together in the right order. Like you couldn't the, Yeah. You couldn't have done that in your on head a piece of paper on your own. Like right like, like get a piece of paper. Write yeah. it all out and then just circle the words. Yeah, it doesn't have to be high tech. Anyway, message says proof of sabotage in the highest levels of government. Trust no one. Um, they um, find I, real quick. I do want to say that the only reason he realized that it was a code was because their father never took them fishing, and right. Zazie Beats is just like, oh, that's, that's sad. sad. 
<laughs> so, I love like, that. And he's like, um, no, it's not. What? No, no, that's but, not sad. Yeah. But anyway, the other, the other scene that I was talking about that's kind of tangentially related to this that I thought was kind of good was the end of the movie when they're fishing and they both are oh, like, yes. no, this sucks. Why? Like, yeah, this, it's clear why we never did this. Yeah. <laughs> they all hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like the daughter cute. hates it. The brothers that's hate cute. it. It's like, okay, no, that, yeah, that, that I cute. relate to on a, on a very deep level. <laughs> that's cute. Um, so they start looking into something called Project Zeus, find that's highly encrypted. Um, we finally learn it's the double name. encrypted. Double it's double encrypted. Ooh. <laughs> As if the fucking CIA it's double secret probation. Fucking, <laughs> As if the fucking White House doesn't triple I don't like I'm not I don't even I can't even begin to guess the level of encryption that the White House keeps on its secret files. And this this file is not actually that secret because when they finally what well, we'll get we'll get to it because it's yeah um we finally learned the hacker's name it's Dana best actress actor in the movie Max asks his girlfriend to use her um, White House credentials uh, so they can get in to the system and find more information. She does this after walking into her home and seeing another woman there with her yeah. fiance. She pulls she pulls a gun and is like, like, "Why is there another woman in my house?" And I love and I love her reaction. It's just like, "No, no, uh, I'm sorry. I'll pay for the food. I pay for the food. I was hungry. I'll, I'll, I broke a long glass day. over there. I'm gonna pay for it. Don't worry. I yeah, have the just, money." Just like. <laughs> She's great. She's a great actor. And then, and then the girlfriend turns around, and Zazie Beetz just looks at Max and goes, "She's hot." Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Jake informs the French engineer uh, as to what's going on as they find the data that uh, Mahmoud stole or hid. Um. Yeah, they they go down into the locker rooms to find it because apparently Mahmoud hit it in a different locker than he usually does. Yeah, and um, uh, uh, Duset. No, not Rico. No, Doucette. not Rico. Duset. Yeah. Uh, Duset was uh, uh, saw him put it in a different locker and was waiting to see who was going to come get it. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Um, yeah. So they find it, and we cut back to Earth. Turns out Project Zeus is actually a series of projected storm patterns that could lead to a geostorm. And this was yeah, it's, this was something it's that a simulation. Chang, Chang had to, it was multiple simulations that it was Chang like two thousand of them. Yeah. And it was just like, wait a minute, how is this high priority? This is like, yeah. like why would you be hiding this if it's Yeah, shouldn't just this be something patterns? that's not public uh, like information but if you're but in like the, if, if you're in the white house like anybody should have access to this easily yeah because it's like hey if something happens this is like a projected way that it could go wrong right and so it's like this is basically like a fail safe okay what do we have to turn off next for this not to happen yeah or like yeah it, it basically looked at different locations that weather events would happen um, yeah, and, which would result eventually and project what what would like chain into what? Yeah, what um, would cause a chain reaction into what? So it's yeah. just brothers meet back up. Uh, Dana hacks the system so no one can see that they're talking. Uh, what they're talking about? She does this by pressing like three buttons on her own phone. Hacking, I guess. Um, Jake thinks that it might be the president who is setting all this stuff up. 
uh, to keep Dutch Boy in the hands of the U.S. government. Um, Max, Max and his girlfriend decide they're going to try to steal the codes from the president while he's taking a shower. I'm like, okay. okay. Want to know what's also <sighs> funny? Yeah. I don't think we ever see any other Secret Service No, we agents. don't. Well, so we see like she, one. She knocks one out. Oh, that's, that's right. But yeah. it's like, okay, she's like the only person who's ever around the president at all times. <laughs> and even then, yeah. usually she's back at home screwing her boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, God, this fucking movie. Um, on the ISS, um, the, the multiple malfunctions are happening across dis- different satellites, and the crew has lost total control. Uh, a, we see baseball-sized hail falling on Tokyo. And then we see car-sized <laughs> yeah. hail falling on Tokyo. Yep. Um, we Again, see... it looks good. Yeah. It looks um, good. It's just, that's solid. it. That's all yep. I can say. We see a wave freeze into solid ice as the ocean um, starts to freeze as a super cold front cuts into Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, I um, did like that little sequence of yeah. the wave freezing. Yeah, no, that was in cool. real. I I liked that. That was no, like again. A lot the, of the disaster stuff looks amazing and is yeah. very well done. But that's the only thing that this movie cared about. Yeah, Jake. This is people. no Dante's Peak. I I have to mentally move on from that. Uh, Jake, Jake orders no, people. No, no, I'm, I'm. Why do you have to mentally move on from because that? Because they're both. Because okay, both volcano and Dante's Peak are just like bad. Uh, no, I, okay, no, I see what you're saying. I'm sorry. You just you saying Dante's Peak made me think of Dante's Peak, and not in relationship to this movie. Yeah, no, Dante's yeah, okay. Peak yeah. is not a great movie, but it's a good like it's a good disaster movie as far as disaster movies go. Is that? Is that the one where the volcano appears, or is it the one where... It's the one where the granny, like, boils herself alive in sulfuric acid. Okay, okay, that's the one. I get... I get I it's the one with volca- Pierce Brosnan. I, okay, I keep getting Volcano and uh, no, Dante's Vol- Peak confused. Volcano is a terrible movie. Dante's Peak is actually pretty good. Okay. Um, so, uh, we see... Um, Jake orders, and kind of a clever idea, uh, people to launch the replacement satellite so it will crash into the failed one and shut down the system. Uh, the camera follows this one woman running away in Rio in a bikini, and I mean, like, we're supposed to have some kind of connection to her, I think? Um, they shut no, down- No, they just thought that she was hot. Yeah, she she doesn't even they- run. Like, she she does that, like, horror movie run, like, ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah. They shut down the system, uh, but we do see a plane freeze in the air and crash into the streets. Which mm-hmm. is cool. Which, again, cool. Visual's cool. Uh, they're celebrating the shutdown of one of the satellites, but they see that multiple other ones are going critical. The computer then says, Geostorm, one hour and 30 minutes. And I was just like, okay. Okay. At that I point, I realized, oh, at at that moment, I realized, okay, they're gonna save it with one second to go. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna save it with one second to go, even though if they, even though if it was like five seconds later, like yeah, there a lot of people are gonna die, but there's like it's not gonna be com- complete failure. Right. The other thing so, is like, here's the thing that's, 
they've already messed with the system a little bit. Yeah. Like there's like maybe it's not going to be as cascading as it would, but also why would the system like here's the other thing. We do not understand weather like right. t- like today. Like are the projections of weather are based on what happened on this particular day in time um this many years ago when the conditions were this. Right. And going forward, because more and more shitty weather is going to keep bad weather is going to keep happening. Our models are going to get weaker and weaker. Yeah. Um, But also like, but also like, like for hurricanes and stuff, there's literally like, as far as like figuring out where they're going to appear, it's just, Oh look, there's a hurricane. Let's make sure that we're tracking it to see where it's projected to go. Yeah. So like the fact that they have this down, they've, figured out the geostorm and that will that we will have a planetary storm in one hour and 30 minutes is just laughable and not in a this fun entire way. movie is laughable and not in a fun way yeah everything in this movie like this is not even the kind of movie that i was going into this thinking like okay this is going to be a movie so bad we're going to be able to make jokes and laugh about it a lot yeah. but it isn't it's just upsetting yeah it's just the only thing going for it is the visuals. I can't even like I'm trying to throw out jokes when I can. There's just there's nothing here. There's nothing. Uh, we see the president this movie giving, is nothing. Giving a speech in Florida at the DMs, uh, the Democratic Party, um, the Democratic Max, National Convention. Convention, yeah. Max uh, sees um, wh- what's the weather that's happening in Tokyo. Plugs Tokyo into the list of sim- simulations and finds the one simulation that the saboteur is working off of. So they found Project Zeus and were like, oh, I can cause a geostorm by working, by creating one, by making these simulations happen. Right. Um, And he sees that the next simulation is going to be in Miami, Florida, where they are. Orlando, Florida. Sorry, where they are. Yeah, Uh, where they are for the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. Um, Max meets with the Secretary of State. I didn't realize that he was the fucking Secretary of State until, like, the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to, because they never actually mentioned I thought it. He, I thought he was VP, VP. I thought he was something else. I, I honestly, Secretary, because it's Ed Harris, I thought he was a military general. I th- yeah, Secretary of Defense. Yeah, uh, but no, but no he's, Secretary uh, of State. But okay, yeah, sure. Ed Harris that, just doesn't scream Secretary of State to me. He screams uh, like something in the military or Secretary of Defense. Or also, his actions do not match up with Secretary of State. No, they don't. No, they sec. Yeah. Anyway, um, nothing that they do in the State Department actually is something that I think the State Department would be in charge of. Yeah. In this movie. Oh God. Um, Fuck this movie. Yeah. Um, we don't hear his name very often, uh, but it, it is Ed Harris and this, this scene where he's talking to Max is probably the worst line read in this entire movie. I know everything about you, your brother, your mother's death, your father's death, everything. Yeah. And he says it a little faster than I did just there, but he just like, I know about your father's death. I know about your mother's death. I know about, I know your, about your mother's di- death. I know about your father's death. I know about like, the dog that died. I know it's about like, the things I'm doing. Like, it's just like, uh, and it, no, it uh, might have been in because, editing. Well, because here's it, the thing. Here, here's the thing. Yeah. The entire thing is that, like, 
It was mentioned earlier that their mother and father died at the same time. So probably okay. a car accident, something like that. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so when he says, I know about your mother's death, I know about your father's death, he should have just said, I know about your parents' death. Yeah. When, yeah. because, um, so here's, like, here's the entire my theory. thing was that he was, the, his way of getting on the plane was basically to say, hey, my, uh, uh, my father lives in Orlando and I'm going to try to get him to come to the convention. Oh, right, 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 right. And so that just that makes this line read just kind of spiral. So here's the thing. I have the th a theory about this. I think that the line, your father's death, everything was filmed a year later. Because yeah, maybe. It, there's an edit right there, and it moves to a very awkward over-the-shoulder shot where Ed Harris's, most of Ed Harris's head is there, but only the, his back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. His, his uh, face is facing away from camera. Yeah, so I think that was a line read that he did, and then they realized, oh shit, we forgot to include the other thing. So rather than... But getting... then they spliced it in in the most awkward way possible. Like, I don't even, think the people even working on this were very competent. No, but what I'm saying, even an amateur podcaster like me, I do better edits than that. <laughs> and I don't try very hard when I edit. So, uh, Max decides to confide in the se Secretary of State of the situation and his suspicion. Sorry, I President thought you said Secretary of State for a second, and I got another image of Ed Harris that I didn't want to see. <laughs> 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 like, uh, oh no, Mr. Ed. <laughs> Mr. Ed? Mr. Harris. So Max decides to confide in the Secretary of State of the current situation, and, the, and he tells him that um, we're going to ha have to reason with the president because the kills uh, kill codes that will shut down, that will allow no, the, the exact word is he is the kill codes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the, the, it's his biometrics. Yeah, it's his fingerprints yeah. and uh, optical scan. Yeah. Aboard the ISS, the self-destruct po program has been initiated. And one point, one point in this movie's favor, they do explain why. They would program yeah. a self-destruct it. Destruct. Yeah, no, I'll give them that. I'll give if them the that. Space I'm not give them... Yeah, if the space station ever fell to Earth, it would fall in many little pieces instead of one big deadly one. Kudos movie. Right. It's the only kudos you're getting. But at the same time, you would think that the net would catch it. Uh, not really. A ship of that uh, station on that scale, and the net, the net really does look just like some, like, um, scaffolding, almost? Yeah, it does, but at the same time, it's, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, I'd have to see a simulation. Yeah. So, Jake goes to the British programmer, uh, who was the one who initiated the virus and started the self-destruct system. His motivation is both, one, money, and two, a desire to see the world burn which are not motivations that work well in tandem with each other. No, no. Money, if it was just a money thing, okay, I get that. Yeah. If it's just a, I am the Joker, it's like, okay, that's stupid that you put that in this movie, but whatever. Yeah. But together, it's just, this guy doesn't know which way is up. Yeah. They have a poorly edited fight, and it's boring, primarily because Butler has the upper hand during the entire fucking fight. 
Even when the other guy has a gun? He even has a gun pointed on him, like, oh, come and on. And it's just like, well, it's Gerard Butler, so he's just gonna yeah. knock the gun out of his hand. Oh, yep, he knocked the gun out of his hand. Oh, the he guy got the gun again. He knocked it out of his hand again. Okay, yeah. he pushed him out of it. Or, he, like, the guy the, shot- The only thing he manages to shoot is the window and then gets sucked the pressurized into the void of space. window as Gerard Butler gets out, and he just goes, oh, shit. And yeah. then just gets sucked out. Uh, <laughs> Back in Florida, the Secretary of State led Max to a green room and um, casually mentions, uh, and he gets wise to the Secretary of State um, after he casually mentions Chang, uh, but hey, Max never said anything about Chang. So, uh, State tries to kill him, Max escapes, goes to his girlfriend, tells her that it's Deckham. Um, and we, t and he's trying I to I think this is also the most inept character Ed Harris has ever played. Yeah, yeah, it's really stupid. Uh, and he... It's like, okay, let's say for a moment that this entire plan was actually brilliant. Which, it's not, but it's not, like, it's, it's fine. It, like, whatever. He would be, sm if he was smart enough to come up with a plan that was this brilliant, he would be smart enough to know not to mention Chang. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, also, his plan... Also, this is the worst shot that Ed Harris has ever been with a pistol. Yeah. He, uh... He got blocked plan... by a door. He's planning to kill everyone else in uh, succession so he can be the president and... He's basically gonna just kill everybody in the Democratic National Con Convention so that he can be the president. Like, yeah. that's... He's just gonna... Yeah. Yeah. Turns out a uh, square headed man works for the Secretary of State and has been given orders to make sure that the president doesn't leave Orlando. The Secretary of State has a hit squad. Apparently, I guess. This movie Max is so dumb. I know. Max and Sarah decide they're going to kidnap the president to shut down the thing. Uh, this is allegedly the climax of the film, and I am so bored. I have no interest yeah. in the well being of honestly, anyone. Honestly, if this movie ended with an actual Geostorm destroying the world, been better happy. movie. Yeah. Better movie, because like, at least we would have gotten a climax of extremely good visuals throughout the end, and then everything's dead and I don't have to care anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, except maybe Jake, because he has a daughter and only that. Only that. Ooh, what, if, what if he up on the station was the only one to survive and the entire world uh, burned? Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Even eat like even the shuttle that they took went back down to Earth. <laughs> uh, that would be interesting. And then he's um, alone, like last, the last surviving member of humanity. Uh, yeah. Those see, stories are always see, fun. See, this is the, like, this is the kind of thing that we have to do when we have movies like this. We have to try to figure out how they would be better. Yeah. That actually Instead reminds of, me of a short story um, on the SCP wiki, which I really love about um, the, la uh, the last survivors of humanity. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's just <sighs> like this movie would have been so much better if it went just in a completely different direction of yeah. just like, no, let's annihilate humanity. Yeah. There's a space station blowing up on board. People are trying to escape. Uh, in there's Florida, a lot of there's, fire for out of outer space. Yeah, there's a lot of air, I guess. Uh, in Florida, there's a lightning storm. They kidnap the president in a self-driving car. Uh, we see multiple tornadoes in Mumbai, India. It's a self-driving car, but she's driving it. 
yeah. They hack it, um, I guess. Uh, While um, driving... Uh, we we keep getting cuts to other parts of this world where think shit is happening. And they're always more interesting than the lightning storm. Yeah, well, they're also also boring. boring. Sorry, I, I started know. there the because in, I'm, like, the, so angry with rage. The one Ugh. in Dubai with the tsunami? Mm-hmm. That was... I liked that. How... How does weather cause a tsunami? I don't know. It doesn't. I'm not saying it's good. I'm it just saying it looked good. I'm saying also, it looks good. Why I'm was saying I'd rather be watching that. Our point of view for the tsunami devastating Dubai were, um, <laughs> were businessmen. At the top of the Burj Khalifa. Yes. Yeah. And I was really hoping the entire thing would collapse. Ugh. I was I wanted them to destroy the Burj Khalifa in this movie with that tsunami like that shouldn't have been there. Like, yeah, but I rather that's what I'm saying like it looked better. I was more invested in that because I wanted to see that happen than I was with anything going on in Orlando with a lightning storm that ended up nuking a fucking baseball stadium. Yeah, no, that was the fucking annoying thing. The stadium, as they drive away, lightning strikes it and explodes like it was filled to the brim with gasoline. Like, big fucking fireball. Like, not even, like, explosion and then debris. Like, every molecule on the surface caught fire and then exploded. Yeah, uh, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. it Like, um, this, this end of the movie looks like Michael Bay directed it. The worst possible lightning effects I've seen in a big budget yeah, movie. Like Harry th- Potter had better lightning effects than this. Harry Potter, all in all, didn't have bad effects. No, it didn't, but it didn't have good effects either. Well, also for its time, like growing That's up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's ter- this is terrible. We see Moscow catch fire in a heat wave. And when we cut back to the president, he it's says, a laser. Wait, it's a no, la- the, yeah, yeah, the no, heat yeah. wave. It's not just a heat wave there. It's a the laser fucking comes, laser. Yeah. Laser space laser. Cause we can't not have a space laser. Avengers yes. did it. Now everyone else has to do it, including all of the Marvel movies. Yeah, but sick Avengers of space lasers. Even... Not every single Marvel movie has had a space laser. A lot of them have enough that it's a majority. I don't, uh, I'm going to disagree with you there. Mm. Uh, we cut back to the president the saying, can I please get through this? I no, because now I'm thinking. Because uh-huh. the only one that really had a space laser that was, that actually did anything, other than, like, the beam that Thanos used in Endgame to go down to the ground. That's still a space laser. It's a beam. It's a, a, a space beam. But it's not a laser. It's part. It's made of lasers. It looks like a laser. It's it's more akin to beam me up, Scotty, than it is to the Death Star. It, but it has the space laser look. Eh. Okay. It looks more like the Bifrost. All right. Well, this is this is this is an entire. I, episode. I will die on that hill. Okay. The bi yeah, but the Bifrost is also a space laser. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Fair. <laughs> they did try to use it to blow up a planet in the first... Th- okay, no, I'm actually kind of coming around on that now. All right. Okay. I still think that you're stupid, but... <laughs> uh, okay. I still don't dislike it. Uh, while driving... Uh, where the hell was I? 
we really back. bad car chase. Yes, we cut back to the president. Uh, says he can't believe that the Secretary of State would do this. Um, and it's the first time we learn what job. This is the first time we learn what his job is. When the president yeah. says this is the Secretary of State that's doing this, I thought he was VP. Um, they get chased by. What? I thought he was the VP. I thought he was the vice oh. president. Something I can't even see Ed Harris in a as a VP. Like I he can see just him as a VP. he's he screams. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say defense minister, but yeah, <laughs> secretary <laughs> of defense. Going British. Going British. I, I know. I don't know why. This is what this movie is doing de to us. Defense minister sounds a hell of a lot better than secretary of defense. It does. It does. Um. So also, they... prime minister sounds a lot better than president. Uh, I could go either way. They get I, chased I by. They get chased by. Let me get through this nightmare. I just <laughs> don't get care about the movie by anymore. Square-headed guy uh, who pushed Chang into traffic. He tries to shoot them. Uh, things keep falling. Um, they. This should be the climax, but there's it's boring and there's no stakes. No, so it is the climax. To, it's yeah. just a boring climax, which means so that it able shouldn't to be a Not the first time I've ever seen a uh, uh, disappointing climax. Mm-hmm. President looks at Matt. Um, Sarah's able to lose the her pursuer persuade. I can't fucking talk. The people chasing her by <laughs> by spinning her car around and shooting the driver in the chest multiple times, then spinning her back back and driving forward. President looks at Max dead in the eyes, says, "Marry her," and that was and then, a joke that kind of worked. No, it was a joke that kind of worked, but then. Every, uh, like, for the rest of the movie, they kept saying that they were each other's fiancés instead of yes. boyfriend and girlfriend, the, like the, they were. The, the, pres the president in, uh, asked like, for them. Retro <laughs> the president retroactively <laughs> made them get engaged. This, <laughs> this is my first That's how much she's married to her job. The, <laughs> the president said, marry this man, and they just decided, okay, we're engaged now. <laughs> Uh, final bitch uh, is whipped by her boss. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, t square headed man gets t boned from under the freeway. His car gets struck by lightning and explodes. Final the final shuttle is leaving the space station. Jake says he's not going. He has to stay on board so he can uh, get put the kill codes in when his brother contacts him and shut it down. He has this moment moment with Uta. Um, and I'm wondering why they didn't give them a romance arc, and then as soon as I said that, I was like, I'm glad that they didn't! Yeah, because it would have been more things that I don't care about in a movie that already has... But the problem like, is, here's the thing, they had good chemistry. Yeah. What if it did work? But it still wouldn't make me care about their characters. That's fair. Yeah, they still like, suck. Like, yes, they have like, they have chemistry. They act well. They're probably the only time that I'm not completely pissed off when they're on screen together. Yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't mean I care about their characters. Yeah, like honestly, I wanted both of them to die at the end of this movie. I know, I know, because I thought that at least it would be more interesting than oh no, like they're gonna stay behind, but obviously they're gonna live. Yeah. Just outside of Orlando, Secretary of State has his driver pull over, take out a rocket launcher, and we see the car drive toward them and blow up. It was a self-driving yeah. car. Sarah quickly disarms Secretary of State, and the president casually walks over, over to him like a disappointed parent. 
I did like that. That was a cute little like bit of. Andy Garcia makes a way better president than he has any right to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like he should be Hollywood's go to pick for a president for like at least the next 10 years. I think I I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Oh, my God. Imagine him on a remake of West Wing. Holy shit. Oh, I want that now. This is what I want now. Damn it. I'm even picturing like. Um, like some of the more grounded stuff in Marvel, having Andy Garcia as the president. <gasps> that'd be amazing. Oh, uh, that'd be amazing. Especially if we got one of those, like, Dark Avengers arcs where, I mean, something similar to when uh, Norman Osborn became the president, because I oh, feel yeah. like that happened. No, he became director of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's right. No, he Never became mind. director of S.W.O.R.D. Did he? I, I don't remember. So I feel like Andy yeah. Garcia as the president in like a Thunderbolts movie. Yes. Would be just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, Sorry, we keep talking about things that are way infinitely more interesting than this movie. <laughs> uh, the police. Okay. The police show up, start to take Leonard into custody after he yells at the president saying. He's so saying, much less threatening him- knowing that his name is Leonard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the president like, says Deckham let him is a go. Good, good. Deckham is a good thing to call him because it, it that sounds like a good name calling gonna, him leonard just yeah. like completely removes all level of threat that he may have posed if he was actually a threatening character can i go off on can i go off i i, I need to go off on this okay because the fucking okay so he yells at the president says the president tells the cops to say let him go and they do for for a second which is really dumb and what's even dumber is deckard's ultimate plan he says he can use this to wipe away all of our enemies. But so far, the town, the targets have been an extremely small town in Afghanistan, the city of Hong Kong, Tokyo, Mumbai, Moscow, and the American citizens of Orlando. I can see a case being made by hardliners against Moscow and maybe Afghanistan, although we're not there anymore. Um, Honestly, but we I were could there. see a lot of conservatives saying that about Hong Kong, too, not realizing that it was a completely different part of China. Yeah. And that it was and, only technically China in yeah, and, name only. And how are any of the other places America's enemies? He also says he's turning back the clock to 1945 when America was better. And there's literally nothing I can imagine from 1945 that is better than present day. Like Um, nothing. I feel like his reason, his character's reasoning would have been that women were stay at home moms. I guess. I mean, 1945 didn't have Nazis. We have Nazis today. Like, like, I mean, they had less Nazis than we do today. Fuck. Ugh. Anyway, this is punch- just the worst, the worst motivations for any bad villain. Yeah. Max punches the former secretary of state in the face, which I guess is toxic masculinity character development. Well, what what the development's supposed to be is that he is more like his is that like he's prote- like, I don't know. His brother is more of a do rather than talk about it. And then he's like, you know what my brother would say? And then punches him in the face. And it's like, ha ha, okay, whatever, I don't care. Just we haul see him Dubai- off to prison and let the credits roll. Yeah, we see Dubai get hit by a tidal wave. Weather can't control the tides. I don't know why this is happening. They bring the president to Cape Canaveral so he can authorize the shutdown. It will take 60 seconds for the clearance to reach the space station, even though they're chatting through a live hologram feed. 
I know. Max doesn't realize that, he, like, uh, like Max does is the last person to realize that his brother is sacrificing himself to shut down He's the system. He's so dumb. He's um, so dumb. Yeah. Um. They, th they apologize for not being each other, being there for each other. Jake makes his way around the space station to get to the right place to stop the geostorm. He gets cut off and a hellway blows up. Space laser cutting through the Moscow River in Moscow. Jake gets in a spacesuit, runs into Uda. She gets him into the server room. There's a cute little line here because earlier on he was walking around and he got lost. Uh, and she said, I can, this is actually where it is. I live here, you know. And she, he does the same thing. Uh, and he, mm -hmm. she says, I told you, I live here. And it's a cute yeah. callback. You went a little bit more Russian than German there. I thought, I, I, yeah, I know. It's Dr funny, I have the opposite problem. My problem, my like, it's hard for me to do a female German accent. It's easier for me to do a female German accent than it is to do a deep manly one. I, th I f yeah. Okay. Um, keep... <sighs> It keeps cutting back and forth between him and the disasters on Earth, but we don't care about anyone we see dying on the planet. Um, I, I care Saudi... about the visual. I, I cared about the visuals earlier. Now it's just a space laser and lightning. Yeah, a Saudi and... businessman is our go-to thing. He's freaking out. I don't even care about the kid and his dog in Mumbai. Okay, I, whenever it I comes did, to Moscow, I did care about that. I did care about that because I didn't want the dog to die, and I was very happy when the dog was alive at the end. And whenever it cuts to Moscow, we don't see any people. We just see city shots. <laughs> or we see a space laser. Space laser and snow melting. Yeah. Like, you're trying to show... The other things are, I guess, in, in the Burj Khalifa, it's showing, oh, this is what's going to happen to the economy with this weather. Uh, this, uh, in... Um, India, this is what's really going to happen to people. I still really that those businessmen in that tower, like, that tower completely fell. Or at least broke. It ended up at a sharper angle than the the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah, it should have. Uh, it if that had ended with that piece of the, like the top of the Burj Khalifa just crumbling off. Just yeah, yeah. They shut down Dutch it's like boy. Everything else is saved, but that that one shot of it leaning, all of a sudden it just crumbles and falls like a Family Guy skit. Oh, you know what would have been cool? A really cool visual. The tower breaks at the exact level where the businessman is. So the ceiling flies off and he's stuck in the wind with walls around him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just kill uh, them all. <laughs> World, the, they shut down Dutch Boy, start the reboot process. World is saved from Geostorm with the last seconds of its countdown. Literally one second left. Call uh. it. At this Final point, I looked right at Echo, who was watching the movie on my coffee table the entire time, and said, mm -hmm. hey, I told you so. And he looked at me, and then looked back at the TV like he didn't know what I was saying. I'm glad he enjoyed it. I'm glad, <laughs> one, I'm glad one of your cats enjoyed this movie. Here's the thing. I didn't hate this movie until about halfway through. Okay. Like, like the first half of the movie, I'm like, okay, this isn't good, but at least, like, okay, it's... Got some good yeah. visuals. It's fine. Like, there's a couple yeah. of like pieces of dialogue that I find kind. I found a little bit charming. Yeah. And then it just turned. Um. They. Sh uh. Final stage of self destruction. Destruction happens, and the ISS is going down. He and Uta make their way to one remaining weather satellite that is prepared to launch. Also, and it has like 
none of the explosions around it are affecting it yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's perfectly safe. It's perfectly... It's it's perfect. Nothing's crashed into it. Nothing's yeah. exploded near it. It's just everything's <sighs> happening around it. Yeah. They escape, and uh, the final... They escape destiny. inside the yeah. pod. Yeah. They go inside of it. Yeah. We were never led to believe that there was anything other than, like, a self-contained piece of machinery. Yeah. But and somehow two people can fit inside of it. They see um, the... The space shuttle that the others left on comes and picks them up, and there's a port on the side of the space shuttle that is a perf like, perfectly connects to this pod, almost like they were prepared for this exact scenario. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are standardized, I guess. Yes, but at the yeah. same time, why was the, you, like, the pod able to be climbed inside anyway? Yeah, there's a weird line about trust, trust a Mexican, which is yeah. weird. I don't want to talk about it. it, it I don't want to talk about it a lot of nothing. things in this movie, and yet we have. <sighs> Uh, we see the water go back down in Dubai, tornadoes disappear in Mumbai, and there's still really bad lightning storm in Orlando, and I imagine Moscow is still on fire. Yep. Uh, they all meet on the tarmac, the two brothers hug, and the president con congratulates them. Wait, real quick, before the brothers even hug, the first thing that happens when they meet each other is that the uh, Secret oh, Service lady in introduces herself before anyone else ta says anything to oh, Jake. Yeah. Say, saying, I'm your brother's fiance. We've never met. Yeah, it's this like, This is the first okay, time we've so, met. Okay. So, out of every single character in this movie, this is the only person with big dick energy. <laughs> uh, six months later, we get the second best scene in this movie. Which isn't even a great scene, it's, it's just not kind of cute. It's cute. Um, That's like, how bad this movie is. It's Only two good scenes are, one is just sort of clever and the other one is just kind of cute they everyone finds fishing boring uh the daughter monologues about the future as a rocket flies up and god rays and, so, uh shine yeah. down Roll well monologues credits. about the future about how the world is always going to work together <laughs> oh you sweet summer child uh, if aliens invaded we would still be fighting each other um, in regards of what to do with the alien invasion. Yeah, exactly. The aliens would literally just sit back and watch us destroy ourselves in the wake of their footprints. Honestly, all alien. Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. I I'd love to see a movie do this one day. Uh, aliens come in. They say, OK, you are now all prisoners of war. And then they give uh, free health care, three square meals a day. And like life becomes exponentially better than it has ever been before as POWs of this weird galactic battle I would like to that see, we're not involved in. I'd like to see aliens come down and say, or come down, have like one conversation with one person that's well documented that this is an actual thing that happened. There's tons of witnesses. And then have it just go back up in its spaceship and just kind of hover and like orbit around the moon for a yeah. little bit. And then watch humanity tear itself apart while it's sitting up there and just, like, eating popcorn watching. Like, it's just doing it for the lols. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see... I want to see Alien Joker. At the, ali the alien... Uh, at the alien's court-martial, he says, I didn't do anything. I said hi, and then I sat I, back. I, I shook I some... I shook some hands, I kissed some babies, I sh uh, took a shit near the moon. <laughs> and all you fuckers just kind of started <sighs> nuking each other. 
they made a boring action movie. They made a boring action movie about global weather systems and didn't mention global warming once. They were also in a space station for half the movie and somehow managed to fuck that up. Yeah. Uh. Like, they've had, they've had uh, the right idea for how to do physics in space and for spacecraft and all of that for 60 years. Yep. Because I think yep. 2001 A Space Odyssey is one of the first movies. It was one of the best ones to do it. It, it was one of the best ones, like, early on, especially. I mean, yeah. it's still one of the best ones, but yeah. just, like, I mean, zero, how, like, did you, how did you fuck this up so bad? I know. I know. Uh, like, everything hell. was too, like, the gravity everywhere on the space station was too perfect. Yeah. Like, even if there was some rooms where there was gravity that was a little bit weaker, that would have been cool to see. Like, but if no, we saw, everything... like, even a background of, like, people are walking and we see someone, like, floating in the background. Also, like... also, I forgot to mention, during the spacewalk thing, because I was so mad about other things, they stepped across the, and I quote, gravity threshold. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was that about? They stepped over a line and gravity ceased to exist. Yeah. I'm sorry, did you just think these two words are something that sound good together? Because they don't. Like, if the other thing is, if they actually had, like, a gravity generator beyond, like, the space station spinning, the space station wouldn't have to spin. Right. So, it's, and also, how would you be able to designate with a machine like that, okay, this is where it stops? Yeah. Because wouldn't things just be pulled to it no matter what? Yeah. Like, you'd have to simultaneously invent anti-gravity technology and have a way too convoluted system. <laughs> I'm mad about this. Yeah, it's bad. Also, the ship, the uh, ISS was spinning, and I'm fairly certain that they were walking, like, the rooms were set up the long way. Yes, no, they were, they were walking, yeah, they were walking the long way, um, and... Not, not up and down, side to side, on the ISS. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Also, all the windows that... were facing out and not sidewards, sideways. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a uh, one thing that I want to mention real quick. Mm -hmm. How much better do you think this movie would have been if they had just asked Andy Weir like five questions? <laughs> like, like five questions. How do we make this better? How much better do you think this movie actually could have gotten? Because I think it could have gotten a lot fucking better. In five questions? Yes, this movie could have actually made because money five, back. Five, five questions, his uh, answers to those could have been like a paragraph long each or more. Yeah. Like he could have written an, an entire chapter per uh, question. He could have even, yeah. He could have even, not, not even just the sci-fi th stuff. Honestly, he could have contributed if, to human interaction. To human, he does human interaction so well. Yeah. In The Martian, he does human interaction between one person and a camera so well. Uh, I'm like, I just want to see a movie like this about weather phenomenon and stuff like this, but written by competent people. I know. Yeah. That would actually be a very interesting thing to do for Andy Weir's next book would be something oh, weather related instead of like completely space related yeah or even weather on an alien planet ah huh. that's never they, no one ever does that 
Like, if you go to an Andy alien planet- Andy Weir could. Yes. Yes, he would. Yeah. Like, like, he's the kind of guy who would be like, this isn't something that anybody ever talks about. Yeah. I mean, he even kind of did that in The Martian. Yeah, he did. I mean, it was Fuck. Mars weather, so it was pretty, like, low, but yeah, Yeah, he but did. at the same time, like, he went hard into it. Yeah. Like, when it needed to be there, it was there. Yeah. Anyway, again, we're talking about things that are, like, infinitely better than what we actually reviewed, so yeah. let's get back to what we actually reviewed. We're, we're done with this. We're done with this. Accolades? Uh, none. Really? I, 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 I have Zazie to give... Beats, Zazie Beats was Zazie Beats. a standout performance, but at the same time, like, I want to give her a standout performance for something that she actually stood out in. For this, yeah. it was just, you were the only speck of hope in a pool full of human feces. Close to Andy Garcia, but he didn't have a lot of screen time. Yeah, I mean, if we had seen him more, I love the idea of Andy Garcia as the president. He looks the yes. part, he sounds the part, he acts the part. We just didn't get enough of him for me to really yeah. give him anything for it. Also, yeah. I do want to give an honorable mention to the uh, the girl from the start oh, yes. of the yeah, movie, because she, she was only in like three scenes. Yeah. And like two of them were at the start of the movie. I think we yeah. got a couple of cuts back to her during the climax, but I was yeah. too busy not giving a shit at that point. <laughs> um, but at the beginning of the movie, when she's arguing with her dad about like, uh, yeah, I know you're going to promise to come back, but you're not exactly the most reliable person. Yeah. I like I felt that. Like she, she was, she had some really good delivery. She did, she did. Um, uh, favorite shot, scene, shots. Uh, maybe, I don't know. One, one of the destruction scenes, but not the space laser. Yeah, not the space laser, and not um the uh not the hail. I didn't think the yeah. hail was that. Nor the lightning. Fun. Nor the lightning. The the, the water. The, the water one in Rio de Janeiro was probably you know what? my favorite. I, I liked the image of the space station blowing up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I like. There's a one shot where it's like a really wide shot, and we see mm -hmm. multiple explosions going off. Um, uh, again, at that point, I had stopped caring like ten minutes ago, at least. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say the uh, the um, freezing wave in Rio de Janeiro. That was good. Yeah. I really liked that sequence. I think the space stuff was good, other than the physics. So the I'm physics was awful. The, uh, the, the, yeah. the, some of the stuff in there was fine, but I, yeah. I can't really yeah. give anything a good in this movie. <laughs> That's fair. Um, um, although, you, I, best scene, the coded phrase. Yeah, the coded phrase is probably the best scene, and even then, it's not like that good of a scene. Yeah. Like... Like, a 15-year-old in a creative writing class could have come up with that exact same scene. Like, there's yeah. nothing special about it. It's just, it's in just comparison well to the rest of the movie, it's, it's also actually like, well done. It's also Gerard Butler actually acting. Yeah, it's like, really the only scene that they gave him when it was just like, hey, guess what? You're a character. Yeah. You're Although not just a that, name. It could have been his character acting, too. Like, I feel like that's how it was displayed, but it, yeah. because he was actually being acting doing acting stuff it was just like okay it's this exception is the yeah <laughs> uh, okay how would you how would you consume this as a meal this is raisin bran but without the bran mm. this is just uh, a bowl full of raisins that a little bit of powdered sugar on top to make it look good yeah um i have this movie is the equivalent of watching a damp raisin 
on a very well-sculpted marble, marble pedestal uh, dry while listening to the score of Taken 3. It presents itself Ooh! well. It presents oh, itself well. It, and parts of it are pretty to look at, but the music is telling you to be exciting when nothing is happening. Oh my god, I felt that, like, deep in my soul, and every part of me is pained. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, no I... you win this episode for, <laughs> for delivery, uh, uh, for the, um, uh... Meal. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. Is it, is that, is this segment becoming a competition? I it feel, it, it always has been, CJ. <laughs> it always has been. It, it's funny, because it's like, sometimes you come in with really good ones, and other times you're just like, nah, it's a blueberry. Yeah. Like, or, like other, it, or sometimes you're just like, this sucks. I don't like it. It's a raisin. And then like, other I times you have this fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of this god-awful movie. I hope we <laughs> actually made this entertaining. Don't yeah. watch this. Do not don't, watch this. Don't watch Spare this. yourself the brain cells. Yeah. Or keep your brain cells. Yeah. Spare yourself the, spare yourself the brain cells is taking them away, right? I don't know. I don't care. Spare uh, your brain cells from watching this movie. Yeah, my 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 brain cells are all gone because I watched this movie. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us or uh, visit our website, get links to any of our previous episodes or follow us on Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description down below, as well as a link to our discord. If you'd like to come chat, hang out with us and correct us on any bullshit that we may have missed or, you know, just yanked out of our ass because this movie sucked. Yep. Um, so come hang out with us there. We're on it. Zeev's on it. And Zeev will be returning uh, fairly soon. Don't worry. We have plans for that. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really much really anything else to do. I just want to be done with that. I with do this too. movie. Alright. Bye! I'm a fire in my laser! From space. So... In the recommendations for this movie under Amazon, I saw that the Meg was available to watch. And, I re and that's when I remembered that that movie existed. And I was like, oh, I remember the Meg. It was a mo that movie was fun. It was about a big shark that ate people. Was that the one with Jason Statham? Yes. Okay. It was I the movie that made... Jason Statham was palatable. Really? He wasn't, he wasn't playing himself. He was believable as his own character. Geostorm doesn't do that. I had to go back in my notes and change Gerard. But like I, you mentioned early on, like he's not playing Jake. He's playing Gerard Butler. I went back in my notes, changed every mention of the word Jake <laughs> to, from 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 Gerard Butler to Jake because every time I saw him, I was like, "Oh, that's Gerard Butler." But funnily enough, the Meg also had a rough production. Uh, production, an interesting one in that. It was one of the earliest and most successful Chinese-American co-productions in a movie, and they're making a sequel in 2023. Really? I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're, I'm, we should ever review the make on this podcast. There's not I really much don't to have any interest. Yeah, it's, there's not too much to talk about. It's a giant shark movie. It's well shot, and I cared for the characters, which if is more than I If I watch a giant shark could... movie, I'm gonna go watch Jaws. Jaws is good, but this one's actually pretty good, too.